What did our next guest think? He calls a spade a bloody shovel at times. So he does. He, he won't. He'll have have his opinion. I reckon he'll love him. Peter Peters is online. Zorb, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Yeah, I'm all for the Matildas. Yeah, I think yeah. they've done a wonderful job. Uh, they play with smiles on their faces. I think they got bullied a bit, and maybe um, the um, the old Aussie way of fighting back needs to come into their game a bit. Um, but they've done us proud. Fourth in the world. Pretty good effort. Exactly. Hey, Zorb, can I take you back to Friday night? And I said to Dino earlier, Anthony Seabold, I thought, had every right to blow up at the press conference. Set the scene about this. What was your take on it, Zorb? Well, I'm with you. I think the Seagulls coach, Anthony Seabold, was absolutely right to blast the referee, Todd Smith, and the bunker official, Jared Sutton, over the Charles Nickel Costed Ruben Garrick collision late in the Warriors versus Seagulls thriller. Now, Smith was entitled to rule the Warriors fullback, put Garrick in a dangerous position when chasing a bouncing rebound ball from a Daily Cherry Evans drop kick attempt. Now, Smith took the easy way out and sent the call to the bunker, where Sutton, too, didn't deem the collision reckless and dangerous. The NRL has since come out and, of course, back the decision in a typically dogmatic approach. Thank God, Garrick landed flat in his back. He was lucky. Mm. He could have suffered a serious injury. The NRL claimed to have a strong duty of care for players. That doesn't hold true after Friday night. I applaud the strong stance taken by Seabolt when he fronted the media after the match. Now, Mm. the rule is, and I quote, Dangerous contact is constituted by carelessly, recklessly or intentionally making dangerous contact with an opposition player to be regarded as dangerous. For the purpose of the offence, the conduct must have involved an unacceptable risk of injury to the opposing player and players have a special duty to avoid such contact. Says it all. Says it all. Says it all. Yep. Now, the 300-game manly captain, Daly Cherry Evans, said, if that's not a dangerous position, I don't know what is. Change the rule, NRL. Pinch the name. Forget about the great American sandwich. Call it the Reuben rule. (laughs) Zorba, Benji Marshall thrown into the hot seat during the week with Tim Sheens standing down. Uh, A win first up against the Dolphins at Combank yesterday afternoon. Looking into... Your crystal ball, how does the Benji era unfold at Concord? Oh, jury's out on that. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a big call now for Benji to go it alone. I'll be interested to see who they give him as a sidekick. He needs somebody of great experience. I'm told John Morris is the man they're chasing hard. Now, Benji has been virtually hidden away in the most overcrowded coach's box in the history of the NRL, you could not put you could not put a pygmy in there. There is no room left. But Benji has not said a word all year. This week he's come out of the cupboard, and he's been very impressive in the way that he's handled the media. He, um, if all reports are correct, he's behind the West Tigers 24-23 Thrilladilla win over the Dolphins. Hardly, hardly a big. It's like beating your mother-in-law in an arm wrestle, beating the Dolphins at the end of the season. They're limping to the line. But Benji's one up on the big dog. 
his mentor Wayne Bennett. Four mm. tries each. Penalty to Happy Coruscant playing halfback with three to go when they were down 23-22, and they got a win. Yeah, it's good to see Tigers have had their long-suffering supporters. It's been a tough year for them and good on to Benji. Sharks well, I think the uh, West Tigers too. I, yeah. I, I just want to say that I applaud their decision. To whoever whoever moved to just say, righto, the Tim Sheen's oh, yeah. return has not worked. Now, Sheen's didn't do a thing in England. Um, he's been away for 10 years and it showed. Mm. And great coach that he was. The game has moved on. And I think the Tigers have done the right thing by both Sheens and their club to move on and go into the future. Fair enough. Sharks 32, Cowboys 12 up there in Townsville. I thought they were good, the Sharks, but you, you still see some worrying signs going into the finals, or? Well, I think they're better. And I think they're better because of uh, three players that they've really injected into their side and, and giving them more playing time. Connor Trace hit fullback. Um, he won the Paul Green medal. Um, the other night for a brilliant display at the back. And I think he's improved the side. He's got great speed. He's a very uh, versatile player. We know he can play centre wing fullback, um, 5'8 if he has to. Big Tom Hazleton, mm. I think from mm. Tamworth. Uh, the big bald fellow was... Um, he has a go, a doesn't he? Job. He has he's a go. Impact. Yeah. He's a personality player. And he had a great game mm. against that big... Uh, uh, big Cowboys pack up there in uh, in Townsville, and I think the ace in the pack for the Sharks has been Braden Trindle at five eight. He's taken a lot of pressure, a lot of kicking pressure off the skipper Nico Hines, who had a great game. Nico just bided his time in the game, didn't try and do everything. He left a fair bit to Trindle, and Trindle came up very very well. I thought he played well. I think. They're the trio that have given the Sharks um, a bit of impotence. I um, I thought a couple of weeks ago that they were limping to the line and might make the eight, but I think they'll make it now. Um, they're on 32 points. They play the Knights away, which will be a tough game uh, next week for them. And then they play Canberra at home. Mm. Canberra <laughs> limping um, to the top eight at the moment. So, um, yeah, I think the Sharks can... Um, Make a bit of a noise. A Zorb last night, Melbourne Storm came back a couple of times and the Dragons certainly had a red-hot crack down there in Wollongong. There's just something about Melbourne that I find myself reluctant to think that they can win this premiership, albeit they are looking at a top-four spot and they are perennially successful in finals. Where do you think Melbourne stand at the moment in terms of the big picture? Well, when the Dragons since four or five tries against you, you're in trouble. And they did last night. The Storm scored seven because of the Dragons' weak defence as well. Um, the Dragons led um, by 18 to four after 25 minutes of the first half. They went bang, bang, bang. And, um, and it took a while for, uh, for the Storm to get some possession. And when they did, uh, two players that they've injected into their side this year scored five tries between them. Um, that was a big forward, Katoa, um, Ely Katoa, who scored two quick tries in the uh, in the second half. And the three-try uh, performance from Will Warbrick on the, on the, um, on the flank for, uh, for the Storm was very impressive. He's a big, strong, uh, hard-running player. And between them, they scored five tries 
of the seven that the Storm scored. Mm. But Craig Bellamy won't be happy with their defence, and that defence is not going to hold up against the likes of Brisbane or Penrith. Yeah, they were so they good. They can't the, win. Yeah, they were so good the previous week against Canberra. But were Canberra so bad? It's sort of funny how it worked out. Hey, Zorb, can I set the scene? This is a cracking game this afternoon at 2 o'clock. 7th versus 8th. No name on this text, but it says, Boys, packed house at Newcastle today. 29 to 30,000 screaming lunatics, Knights fans. This text says, Knights by 13 plus. So much to look forward to, Zorb, in this game. Well, they'll be lining up there now mm. in Newcastle to get in. It's a beautiful Sunday. Uh, it's a uh, 2.05 kickoff. Halen Ponga versus Latrell Mitchell. You don't need much more than that in the game to attract a lot of interest. And this game will be an absolute blockbuster as both these sides aim up for a vital top spot uh, in the top eight. Now, it's a, it's a, it looks a fantastic game on paper, and I think it'll live up to the expectations. Now, Newcastle are going to be without their scheming halfback mm. uh, in Jackson Hastings, but they've got a very capable and experienced campaigner in Adam Clune, um, who played most mostly first grade right throughout last year, former St George halfback. He's a very capable player, and he'll do the job for... Newcastle. I think Newcastle, because of their bench, can win this one. I think Kurt Mann, Daniel Sayafidi, Jack Hetherington and Matt Croker bring a lot more to the table and some impetus and a lift that you need from your bench than South Sydney, who I don't think I've seen a weaker bench at South for a long time. Talis Duncan, Silver Havilia, the old veteran, uh, David Mowali and Michael Cheatham, another bit a veteran. Um, terrific game of football. Mm. I'm looking forward to not only that clash of the fullbacks, but out on the wing, Dom Young, who will be at the Roosters next year, tremendous winger up against the record-breaking Alex Johnson for South Sydney. And we know that that left-hand attack uh, for South Sydney is vital for them. And it's going to be a great game of football up there in Newcastle today. Yes, I'm going to go for the Knights to win. Fair enough. Knights are 235 head to head. South's a dollar sixty. I don't mind that Knights two. It's always not much of a tipster though. But that's good value. He gets more wrong than he gets right. No, fair oh, I beg what, your pardon. What, you do. What I about? Beg your pardon. Mate, you're I, a I terrible mean, tipster. I, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot keep up with all the emails saying, Zorba, you've done it again. <laughs> you, wouldn't ever, you wouldn't know how to open an email. <laughs> what about Raiders and Dogs? Or Raiders are $1.40 at home to beat the Dogs at three. They're $3 head-to-head. I can't tip Canterbury. Canberra yeah. are limping to the line. I don't know how they, they're where they are. Um, they play the Broncos and the Sharks, and they're on 30 points, so they need vital two points mm. today against the Bulldogs, and they should get it. Um I think their pack will be too strong for Canterbury, who have promised a lot and delivered nothing um, throughout this season. So I'm going to go for Newcastle to win a tight one and Canberra to beat Canterbury by more than 12. Fair enough. Looking forward to both those games. Looking forward to talking to you next Sunday too, Zorb. Good on you, boys. Have Th- a good one. Thanks, Zorb.